This is Coffee Number Five. I'm your host, Lara Schmoisman. Hi there. We're here back at Coffee Number Five, and today we are here with Alana Gross. Thank you so much for being here at Coffee Number Five. And Thanks I can see having. that you, and I can see you have your coffee with you. <laughs> I know I'm so on brand right now. Uh, we always are, and I think you. I'm at my fifth today already. And um, yeah, I started early. Um, thank you so much for coming again. And I'm so, so excited to be with you here because we're celebrating. We're celebrating that you launched your first book, which is such an accomplishment. So I want to share the name of your book. I'm going to let you say it. Sure. So my book came out, uh, well, it came out April 14. So for us today, it's yesterday, which is so exciting. And it's called, What Next? Your Five-Year Plan for Life After College. And it teaches people how to make a five-year plan that is involving all aspects of their life. And then it walks people through the career, wellness, finance, and relationship advice that they need to hit their goals. That's incredible. Everyone knows that I have teenagers, so I need to start worrying about this. So tell us a little bit about the book and how you came up with this um, plan. You base it on your experience, you did research, how you came across the idea. Let's start from the basics. How you, you started with a very successful blog, which is your own voice and your blog People, we're going to put the link because it's spectacular. You cannot miss it. But besides that, you got the dream came through. Someone came to you and asked you, I want you to write a book. <laughs> so yes. tell us about that. It was one of those once in a lifetime things. So I was, uh, I, I guess to to rewind a bit, I started a blog right after graduating from college because I was working as a paralegal at this amazing firm and they, they do incredible work, but I kind of realized pretty quickly that I didn't want to continue being a paralegal or go to law school, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So I started a blog so that I could talk about the things that my friends and I were discussing as we were navigating the first years of our career. So everything from how to ask for a raise to how do I find out what I want to do for my career to, you know, what's the best way to get along with coworkers or what are fun ways, questions to ask at networking events. So all of those things that like very naturally we were discussing. And then I also started interviewing women to find out about their career paths. And it ended up that that was the answer to what I should be doing with my career. So the answer was journalism and writing. So I feel so lucky that I kind of, you know, just stumbled into that, but stumbled into something that was so right by just doing what I loved at a moment that I felt lost. And so I had the blog and I continued it while working in marketing and doing freelance writing on the side. And I was writing for a wide range of different publications. And then I went back to grad school uh, at Columbia University to their journalism school to do to study journalism and was working and I was working full-time when I got an email one night as I was walking home from work and the email said you know I'm a editor at Adams Media which is a imprint of Simon and Schuster 
we read your blog, we loved your blog, and we're looking for someone who can write this book that's going to be a five-year plan for people uh, right after graduating from college. And we think- Okay, and what, which, what was your first thought when you got that email? <laughs> oh my goodness, this is crazy. Like, I'm so excited. And so I had already had a literary agent because I was working on another book idea before going to grad school and working with her on that. But then we kind of pressed pause while I was in school. And so it was so fun to like have someone reach out to me about this other book idea idea. And it kind it's of incredible, not fun. It's <laughs> fun and incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and so we hopped on, my agent uh, and I hopped on the phone with the editor and she explained more about the project. And I put together a very short proposal. So for people who are haven't written a book before and want to, a proposal has all different things, but it's kind of like a marketing plan, like a business plan almost, but for your book. So you go over how you'll market it, the table of contents, a brief overview, some sample chapters, uh, a bio about who you are, some competitive analysis sometimes, and then you put all that together. So we did one pretty quickly. And within, I think about you know, less than a month, I got the book deal and the book was due very, very soon. So I had about six weeks to write the book and then we oh had contacted it after that. But uh, it was something I couldn't turn down. It was one of those once in a lifetime moments. And it, the book was so perfectly aligned to the things that I love writing about and thinking about that it, it, it couldn't have been more perfect. So I am so grateful that they thought of me and so, so grateful that the book is out and that I have people like you who are supporting me through it. Okay. So <laughs> let, 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 I, this is a lot of information and I have so many questions. So who were you thinking about? You were thinking about your former self before you went to college. You were thinking about your person today you were doing some research, writing this book, how you came up with all these ideas and all this plan and all the concepts that you were, all this information that you were giving away? Yeah, um, I think a lot of it was, is based somewhat on just, you know, things that I've gone through in my life. Uh, it's definitely not written as a memoir, it's just written straight as advice. I'm really not, other than being the person who wrote the book, you know, it's not one of those books where it's like about me or my career. It's really just a lot of the advice, all of the advice really that I wish I had had when I had graduated from college. So everything from how do I set up a budget to, you know, what are healthy coping mechanisms, which I think obviously is so important given where we are in the world right now, uh, to how do I stay in touch with friends from college to, you know, how do I start investing? Or like, what's my 401k? What do I do with that? How do I invest that? So really, literally, pretty much everything that I wish I had known when I graduated, <laughs> given that all away for- It's basically you know, how to um, learn how to be an adult in the real world, to get yeah. a, a, outside of the bubble of college. Definitely, um, definitely. It's- there are just so many things that aren't discussed in college that are like the very basic things that you need to know. And so hopefully this book can uh, pick up where college left off. 
So what's next for you now? Oh, good question. I like the uh, tie-in to the name of the book. Uh, what's yes. Me? Um, you know, I'm going to keep writing. I'm keeping writing on my site. I'm a journalist, so I write for a very wide range of different publications, and I'm constantly pitching new ideas and hopefully writing another book at some point. I, you know, I'm trying to think of the next idea, so we'll see. Well, you just said the magic word, pitching. Yes. And that's something that I want to really get into it because I talk to so many people who want to pitch ideas. Everyone that I talk to happened to have an idea for a book. Mm. And so all these people who have ideas, what are they supposed to do? They should call someone like you and say, hey, I have an idea for a book. Do you want to pitch it? Or should I go to an editor? What people with ideas should do or that they are not writers? Yeah, so I actually started a series on my blog about advice for writing a book. So one of the main things that you have to do first, and it depends a little bit if you're writing fiction or nonfiction, but one of the very first things that you have to do if you're going to be uh, trying to get into one of the main publishing houses is you need an agent. So you'll look for an agent. There are all different ways you can, there's query, I think it's called query tracker. Um, there are lots of different resources online. And you can also go into books that are similar to your idea and look at the acknowledgements and people almost always think they're agents. So that's another way to find one. And look at their sites and see the specifications they have for pitching. Usually it'll be a query letter as well as like a couple chapters of the book. And so pitch them your idea because you need to be represented in order to pitch some of these big houses like Penguin, Simon & Schuster, uh, and those houses and so that's one of the first steps if you're writing a fiction book you usually have to write the entire thing in advance so you have to usually you should write the book before hit it, before you contact the agent because the agent is if they like your idea they're going to want to see the book uh, and then for fit for nonfiction, what you'll do is write a proposal like we just talked about so basically a marketing plan for the book and once you get an agent, you will pitch the book to different publishing houses. And sometimes there'll be a bidding war. Sometimes you'll have a couple places that are interested. Um, and then start writing. That's awesome. And I have more question for you. What about publications? Because when you're contributor for so many places that probably they know you already and you can call them and say, hey, I have this idea, you want it or you don't want it, you have all this contact. Mm -hmm. But what about someone who's starting, someone who has a concept? Me, for example, if I have an idea and I say, hey, I would like to share this that I came up with, or um, how do you go about that? How do you pitch a magazine? Yeah, so you would just send a pitch email uh, to someone there. So you would find the section editor. So say you're trying to write career advice, you would find the person at the publication who manages career advice and you would email them and introduce yourself and say, if you've been published before, say some of the places where your work's been published and then send a short paragraph or so about what your idea is and if there are any sources you would use and how long it would take you to write it and any details that make it timely so that's one of the big things is like why is this relevant right now mm -hmm. uh and put all that in an email and click send that's great and 
Okay, I'm gonna ask you for the last piece of advice because I know people would love to have it from you. Uh, do you think, what would you put in that email? How would you address it? What, there's any keywords that you think that people will, that use any suggested words that they work? Yeah, I would say that if it is timely. Besides please and thank you, obviously. <laughs> if it's timely, I would put in the cover that it is a timely uh, piece, just so they know that they should click it, you know, soon-ish. Always use a descriptive uh, subject line. And yeah, those are the main, I think those are the main things. And I do on my site also have a lot of advice on pitching publications and kind of how to get started as a freelance writer. Okay, do you think you can give us a, a template that we can share with an audience? Yeah, sure. That will be awesome. And we'll put it in the chapter notes. And I want to go for one more tech, second back to your book, because again, I have teenager kids and I'm always thinking about them. And of course, they need to start. I started getting all those beautiful letters from colleges to start tempting my son to go somewhere. And so there is any tips that you can give uh, seniors in high school when they start looking into schools, when thinking about your plan after school, something that they can prepare for while they're at school, any classes that they can take or any way to finish school more prepared for real life? Uh, I think that, you know, college is such a great time to just try a little bit of everything and see what you like. So don't be afraid, even if you've always loved writing, you know, take different math classes, take science classes, take a geology class, just like expand your horizons of different classes that you can take. And also just focus on, you know, making really great friends that are going to be lifelong friends, getting in touch with your professors and staying in touch with your professors because they can be great resources for the rest of your life. And just having fun. College is like the best time. So enjoy it. How was for you the transition? Because for example, when I was teaching in college, uh, one of the things that I noticed uh, when I was working with seniors is that, uh, for example, when they were turning papers, they were still needing like very strong rubrics or very a lot of how being very specific how to turn in papers and for me it was like uh you guys after me you're gonna have a boss mm -hmm. so it's for me it was really important that they understand that the essence of the work was more important than the format and they deliver the work how was for you that transition of the rules from college to the rules of the real world? Um, hmm, that's a good question. I think when you graduate, it's definitely different. You're not getting an A or an A plus, but it, the same thing applies. Like try your best, always proofread, always triple check things, you know, be careful, but also don't be afraid to take risks and see what happens, take calculated risks. But at the same time, if you're always playing it safe, then you're never really gonna advance. So just like you would in school, you know, try things that are challenging and try things that push you further. 
and don't be scared to do that and to take those smart risks. Okay. Well, thank you so much for all this advice. It was great to have you here. We'll make sure that in the chapter books, we're going to add all your links so people great. can find you and can get your book. And yeah. also we're going to put that sample letter so people can get it. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. It was so good to have you here today. See you next time. Catch you on the flip side. Ciao, ciao.